HavanaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to FaceToFaceGames.com. We sit down and make a call to reschedule my train for later. Then I'm good for a couple hours, okay? The, the, the listeners are not interested in your train schedule, John. Really? But they'll get my presence and my golden-tongued self for more hours if I can reschedule my train. But we don't have hours. We don't have hours. Oh. This is it. We have plenty of time, my friend. <laughs> this is the corner wanted, of Waverly and Gay. You want to deprive your listeners of the rare guest appearance by Becker? I have already not deprived my listeners of a rare guest appearance by Becker. It's just a question of the length of that appearance. Okay. I could cut it off right now. I could stick guest starring John Becker at the top, and it would be equally I true. I don't like references to length and cutting off. It makes it <laughs> disturbs me. Speaking of cutting something off, <laughs> what if you, like, cut off... With harmoglyphs going going a certain direction, <laughs> um, was it left or right? Uh, well, second pack. It was second. Right. It was uh, it was second. Yeah, second, second pack. Right, so yeah. it was right. Yeah. So I'm just gonna cut off all the foil. So you're saying that are cutting foil was right? Yeah, I'm saying oh. it, was, it was to the right for sure. I think I think it was the right pick. You know, as an attorney, when we quoted that, we would cut off the to the. Yeah, I know. Quoted dot 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 ellipses right unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Just to totally distort your point of view. Um, so you think? Or it was, if you were doing the movie part. <laughs> yes. So. So let's uh, let's do the debate. You think that it was wrong for Pascal Maynard to take Foyle's Harmagoyf in that spot? So so uh, yes, I, I think. He, All right, so let's let's lay the, the groundwork. So, Pascal so Maynard makes top okay, eight. Okay, well you gotta, you gotta, you also have to set up going the the sort of Pascal Pascal's mentality going into the tournament. Yeah. So Pascal. Uh, had some success on some Grand Prix. As far as I well. can tell, he top eights every Grand Prix he enters. He was do- he was doing he was doing well at the Grand Prix, and then at I think it was maybe the second Pro Tour of the year. Yeah. They announced the World Championship slots. Yeah. And there's no longer an invite for Rookie of the Year. Uh, instead, they created a an invite called Grand Prix Player of the Year. Is that because like Rookie of the Year never pans out? They always disappear after the year. No, it's, it's just, like Chris it was, Coughlin no, is the rookie too, of the year. I think it's just—it's probably just too weird to have someone who you know it's it, because it's not a spot that's open to everybody because it's not a world's birth that's open to the wide. Yeah, you, know, it's you, a just, very, you just it's don't want to have an all NBA team that's like LeBron James, Steph Curry, uh, broken leg Jabari Parker. Right? <laughs> it's just it's just yeah, not it's just, not yeah, there, right? Just, like Jabari's like, well, I would have been rookie of the year if I played more than three it's, games. It's just not a it's not a, it's, it's not a birth that's eligible for all the players. Okay, to, to, and, to and this through. this also encourages Grand Prix participation. By so, so so the Grand Prix player there. So it's it's this uncapped thing. So whoever just has the most pro points at Grand Prix, whoever oh. Owen Turton walls up the most pro points. Oh, so in, in past at, years it would have just always gone to Huey. Right. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's like, well, unless and, they have, unless they have some other like Huey would. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Sure. But uh, and so Pascal is like, oh, oh, holy crap! I am in contention for this thing. I'm like right, right near the top. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go to all these GPs, and this is my goal. Right. And so he came into the event. I don't remember exactly what point, you know, but he was he was like a couple points off the top. He's chasing down Alexander Hain. He's chasing down his Turi- country man. He's chasing down Toria Kukamai. He's chasing down, I think maybe That's Craig Westcott. Good Wesco. name pronunciation right there. Thank you. Uh, and Toria uh, Kukamai. Yeah, Can you let is, the man tell his story? No, that's story? a hell of a name, man. That's yeah. an awesome name. Cup won a couple GPs this season, uh, and uh, and so like, so like points oh, matter, and and the points are tiered when you get into the top eight for a Grand Prix, and it's like. 
you know, and that's really where you get that's really where you get paid out for points. Sure, right. I mean, like you know, like finishing in uh, out of the top eight with a record gets you almost nothing. But finishing, like you know, when you get a point for each position, that's that's like yeah. four plus EV, right? So, so, so uh, Alexander Hain had already picked up one point by virtue of his finish. He'd finished within the one point tier, right? And to get past. Uh, Hain, he needed to get past the semifinals. And what do you need? He, he needed three points, right? He, yeah, well, he's he's one, I think he's one point behind him right now. And it's like, the thing is, you you, you have to look at this as... I, look, I, I, I understand it, right? I get it. But, like, you know, it's like you're I trying to... I don't know if you get it. You're, not, you're a richer, my friend. You're trying to What's win... What's a richer? Richer, it's from South Park. It's a, it's a, it's a person that's, like, you know, wealthy. A richer. He's a richer. Money means nothing to BDM. It's not. It's not the money. It's, to me, it's it's like you're playing it's for this. Opp- so it's four times the first prize at this point. Okay. Well, maybe would, we'll would see. Would John Finkel have picked the Tarmogoy? No. no, he's a richer. He's I a mean, richer, right? Like, would Chris McCool have picked Tarmogoy? <laughs> no. When you look at the richer currency that they have this in their subcountry, right? so. John Finkel's picture is on it. Right, right, but, but if you're but, trying, but if you're trying, if you're trying to get to this level of platinum, you're trying to get to. Uh, this this very very exclusive tournament that he has virtually no shot at otherwise. He has he could basically win Pro Tour Magic Origins and still and, not make and, it. And that no, that would get him there because okay. you get an invite for winning Pro Tour Magic sure, Origins. Sure. Separate like, slot though. I mean, this yeah, is like, it's a separate slot. The Grand Prix like, slot. But That's like, my the, slot. Though. The Grand Prix slot is the only my way. Slot, though. The only well, way he can get slot, there. Though, you qualify for Pro Tour Magic Origins. No, but I you know, can work something out. I get a guest invite. Get one to. You know, they don't they do those anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, never mind. I'm not qualified. Not my slot. Uh, Mike's nice slot. slot. Yeah. So they, like, this is this is only opportunity to do that. Thank you for crushing my dreams. And uh, I don't know. It just it just like. Okay, I what? feel like you have to take every. I don't know. I mean, I again. So what's so the question becomes. Is this, what, what is, what is the value? Though? So. What is the situation though? If he comes and says, "Look, I got three more Grand Prix to go to. I can make a point in all those Grand Prix because I think I'm better than Alexander Hain. I just need, I just need matches." Well, do you think Pascal right? thinks he's better than Alexander and, Hain? And, because I, think, I don't think I Pascal. Don't think he thinks I mean, that. Pascal basically just hit the I'm whatever talking, the variance look, wave is, where he's like, no, "Wait no, a minute, no, I can get more I'm points giving, than Alexander Hain." I'm giving Hain him here. the confidence of a person that's on a wave. Okay. Yeah. He's saying, "Look, I'm playing great. I'm playing tight. I'm looking good. You know." Look like stripes, right? Looking good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, are you, he says, but unfortunately, attending the next three Grand Prix is a financial difficulty for me, and I'm going to get something out of this that will enable me to attend more Grand Prix. What about he, that? He can't realistically at that moment expect that this Tarmogoyf is more than $500. All right, look. Here's how I run it. If I did not read Finkel draft mailing list, I would have taken the burst lightning for sure. Because I have no idea how much cards cost. <laughs> but when the thread came on, like, how many foil tarmogoyfs did you have to open to drop out of the Grand Prix? Like, I could open three foil tarmogoyfs and probably not drop out of the Grand Prix. I'm like, oh, how curious that my deck has so, three foil tarmogoyfs in it. And then I looked up what they were worth, and I was like, that's interesting. But then it actually, even if you paid the, uh, sold them at maximum retail, which is what, $666, the devil's own foil tarmogoyf, <laughs> right? That's just not even, what's that, pay for right. your trip? And that's, It's just I'm not like, even anything. But that's my point. Like, at this point, this guy has sunk it's all just, this energy into going to these Grand Prix. weekend is $1,000 right. What if he says, you know, but he's, sunk, but he's sunk all this money and time into going to all these Grand Prix in an attempt to do this. And now... You know, let's just say you go to four Grand Prix and you you spike one of them, right? Like, is, is, you know, if you're great, that's probably 
where you're at. Wait, wait. If you're you play four grand prix and you spike one of them, you think that the line is that your great is there because the greats don't make top eight one out of every four sure. times. These tournaments are enormous. LSB yeah, went X and three, yeah, right? But didn't make I'm, top I'm, eight. I'm just saying, like he's on the wave, man. He's making top eight for the next three. <laughs> So to me, to me, it's just crazy. It's it's while I don't agree with the tone that, that obviously that Owen and, and Reed and those guys used in their responses, I understand it. Like they they're rooting they're they're because they're friends with Pascal. They're rooting for Pascal. They want Pascal to be like, dude, I want you to step up to this next level with us. Like, what if he honestly believes that my deck is awesome and I can. I can ditch this pick and still win. Well, that's, you know, that's just not First pick solid. of pack two, that's not a thing you can <laughs> yeah, think. What if I think my basketball team is really good? So We're going to talk I'll about it with the Cavs later on with Mike. <laughs> I'll so. just trade away my first pick to the Toronto Raptors for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the Knicks. What, what pick are you talking about? I'm saying, like, which, saying, of, which saying, why, of many Masai why, Ujiri why, picks are you talking about like, why, right now? Why would you ever, you know, you mean, like, you, you, okay. you know, you get, you, get, you get three opportunities where you can reasonably expect a premium card in the draft, right? Where you, you like, can, like, five opportunities. Shit. You usually have a good you know, three picks. But, like, where you're like, us. you know, this is, you know, what I want to open. This is what I need. I need a removal spell. Yeah, and third, need... third pack, you get the extra pick, right? Because somebody probably froze them out of color, sure. so get something sure. back, right? But um, I understand okay, what, your okay. thinking. But, like, you, just can't, you, you can't give those up. What if you knew? What if you I, said, you know what? I mean, I know he didn't say this, right? Because he said, I think he's already said on Twitter, if I had thought about the platinum angle of it, I Correct. would have taken the burst. He said, okay. he said on Facebook. But what if he yeah. said in his head, he's like, you know what? Right, which is... <laughs> What if I knew I was going to get eight thousand bucks for this Tarmer boy? Would I take it? I mean, that's still not worth platinum, right? I mean, platinum is like that's way more worth, than that. I mean, but but keep on keeping my platinum. It's is, not platinum's platinum. a much longer it's, shot for him. Sure. Well, he doesn't get it. Like, it's not like it's not like platinum. It's not platinum. Yeah, it's not like okay. if he yeah. takes it and wins the tournament, like, he definitely gets the when, slot. When I on, right? when I won the PPTQ, that wasn't a slot to the Pro Tour. That was a slot to no, try no, no, to no. get on the but, Pro Tour. But but he is trying to get to platinum over these next few events, and you know you can't afford to give up any. That extra point is a big. You deal, can't afford right? to bleed any points that when extra, you're chasing down platinum. That extra you don't. Important. You don't want to get to the end of the season and be like, man, yeah. you know what? I, I made I made six thousand dollars on my Tarmogoyf, <laughs> and I'm a point shy of platinum. Right. Let's see. I, like, I would I would love to know how he'd feel about that. However, you know, everyone who's who's like, you've got to take the Tarmogoyf, would feel like looking. You're like, wow, I could have gotten this three thousand dollar appearance fee for every pro tour. I could have gotten my airfare, my hotel to every pro tour. I could have gotten, you know, multiple hundreds of dollars for appearing at every grand. Yeah. You think? Uh, I just want to be clear. You think if I'm like, let's say for in some fantasy world, I'm four, I'm four points shy of platinum or whatever, going yeah. into going into the tail end of a season. You think I'm gonna just get on a plane and chase like four Grand Prix to get yes. Yes, to I get do. an extra point? Yes. yes. There's just no way that's okay. gonna happen. Okay, well, Catherine would not what? allow you to do that, but the you should do that. So the Grand Prix is more than the expectation. I'll just do well at the Pro Tour. So my dream doesn't justify the expense of my dream, is what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, it. Poor Mike. <laughs> it's. it's it's not my dream to make platinum. I want something I to make me magic. happy, but I'm not willing to put in the no, time or the work I, to make myself happy. That's ludicrous. I, my emotional <laughs> well, all, my emotional state is not is not connected to you, you you if it's if it's reasonable for you to take those extra opportunities. That's a lot of time off for me to get sure. to go try right. to chase. But you're not. A, but you're yeah. not. A, I mean, don't, this, this is going to sound like a, a. No, no, it's okay. You're not a professional magic. Player, I but, say, I'm just saying. But if yeah, I'm but in this, this mystery position where I'm fortunate, I just don't think that I'm going to chase four Grand Prix to it. But this guy. Maybe but, I will. But, but if you're, if you were, but if this was, 
you know, 28-year-old bike. This guy's planning on going to the next three, three Grand Prix, right? Yeah. Like he's yeah. planning on going. I mean, it's already you scheduled. You probably mean 24-year-old Mike. He's going. 28-year-old Mike had a kid. But he's 24-year-old Mike. Right, he's planning on going to these. Like, it's not like yes. he's like, oh, well, maybe then, I'll go. I mean, that's in his plans. He's right. going to go. And I and I get that this this will offset those costs, but the reality is he's already penciled in those expenses. He's probably booked those tickets. He's probably committed those miles yeah, the, to go that, to the GP that's already. That's the other thing. I'm not booking last minute plane tickets. That cray. Plus, but he's. Hey. But Plus, here's my get, point, though. He's yeah. not booking last-minute plane tickets because he's known he was doing this right. since so, the invite was. So announced. you actually just think that it's BS. What's that? That like the the financial aspect on the Goyf in terms of I going think, to Grand. I think I think not, he, I mean, obviously not in terms. I don't think you should be sad about eight thousand bucks. I, I think gets. well, I mean, but but, the, but you can't factor in the eight thousand bucks into the decision. He he has no expectation that this is like even if he's thinking that it's a foil you know special stamped. On camera, sure, like a thousand bucks that it's maybe, a thousand whatever, bucks yeah, or something like that. You got to put it in a case because otherwise I'm like, oh, like is it like put it in a case? Yeah. Brian said, slab it. You That's, slab that. You got to use to be slivers of term. Christ's cross, get right? Get your like, terminology <laughs> straight. There yeah. are a lot of Pascal Mayards. I would have, I would have, I would have slabbed that. Not had what a, is slabbed? Not it's when you get it like a graded, graded and sealed and hard cased, and then I would have actually, I would have actually gone to a notary republic and made a certificate of authenticity. This is Pascal. <laughs> That's what I would do. Yeah. If I was in his shoes at this point. Well, oh, I'm just saying, like, because yeah. otherwise it's Christ's cross, right? Like, you've got <laughs> everybody's got a sliver of it. Right? I'm like, going to guess that would go for a little bit more than a foil tournament. I don't know. That's the point. It's no, no, pretty the, high, right? You know, in the Middle Ages, like yeah. everybody had like a toothpick that yeah. was allegedly yeah, part yeah, of yeah. a, you know, where our Lord and Savior died. Yeah. Nice. We're not a religious podcast. We're going to something else. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you had that many slivers of Christ's cross, you put them together, it would have been like a whole forest. But it would only affect your slivers of Christ's cross now under the new templating rules. <laughs> it actually wouldn't do anything for <laughs> your opponent's slivers of Christ's cross. <laughs> they just ruin all the fun. Um, anyway, so you're, you, I think that it was fine. I, would, I, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would. Okay, well, I've never answer, rare drafted in my life. The answer so is this. The answer, the answer basically is um, EV-wise and statistically it's wrong. But what, you understand why he did what he what, did. So the, the question I'm, I'm just trying to be contrarian. What's, I don't know. what's the value? What's the value of one removal spell in your deck? Right, because it, 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 it. So that that's what it is, right? It's one removal spell. You know, know, a couple people have pointed out that his opponent was a two in the semifinal when he lost. But did he ever draw his twenty third card? He, he definitely had. Pen? He definitely had a brute force in his hand at one point. That's twenty third ish to me. <laughs> um, um, isn't a brute force good in a double strike deck? Yeah, it is good. I mean, it's fine. He had a mighty leap in a brute force. One Some, of them would have been on the bench. Something's got to be the twenty. One of them would have been on right? the bench for a, a burst lightning. You can have a good twenty third card, and I guarantee you, burst lightning's better. You say twenty third card. How many cards do you plan to have in your deck? I'm just wondering. Forty one. Right? <laughs> just checking. I mean, I'm not going to force the forty one, but I'm not going to fight the forty one. I'm not going to force the forty one, but I'm never not going to do it. <laughs> I've not I done was, it. I've not I done was it. just checking what you meant by I that. I have not done it before, but I'm saying whatever the 23rd or when you, when you say not doing it, you mean 42? Let me, let me, yeah. <laughs> when you say the 23rd card, what does that translate I, to I the almost, rest of us? I almost never double back. I, I triple backered <laughs> Seth to win a draft. <laughs> But I almost never do it. Oh, I mean, circumstantially, Dick. What does Becker double Becker? 
One of my, fa- yeah, my, right. one, so one I, of my favorite things ever was I like 12x Beckard. I don't even know what the, the name of that is. So I was, I was playing in this draft, and I, I had what I thought was the best deck I had ever drafted. Dampen deck or something? Oh, no. My opponent was playing Dampen. The Dampen deck, and I'm if like, if you're playing Dampen, you got to play against Dampen. Yeah. You play like 90 cards. So, you open it up, and they're like concede immediately. I, mean, so, I, had, I got more immediate concessions on like a 78 card deck against a Dampen person. They're like, scoop. So, like, so, da- so can't I, be, I have like literally the best deck I think I've ever drafted. It's just like. Three land where else, a birds of paradise, a bunch of scroll thieves. Like it's just an amazing deck, right? Tons of counter spells. My opponent's dampened, just crushes me, right? He had like, double he had double dampened, didn't he? He had light. I don't even know. It what. wasn't dampened, it was whatever. Jason's Jason, 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 uh, Jason, 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 Erasure. Jason's Erasure. Jason's Erasure oh deck. Yeah, that's like a, that's like much worse than dampened. Well, oh, it is much worse than dampened. He has, no, but he had the, the Dampen, you, you literally need like seventy two cards to he, beat no, a, he a had dampened the, deck. He had the, you need oh, about fifty one cards to beat a, 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 he a had, quote good unquote Jason's Eraser deck. He had the Ur Jason's Eraser deck though, right? So then game two, I was just like I present and I'm like, this game I have like all these cultivates and fireballs, and I'm like, these decks, these cards didn't make the cut in my first version. It's like you didn't play fireball? I'm like no, Why? my deck was too good. <laughs> I just like destroy him. With, like, he just gets so salty. So in game three, he's just like, I don't even know what he thinks he's gonna do, but he's just played some awful stuff against me in game three. But yeah, I, I like 12x Beckard, whatever it requires to get him some no, mountains not, in your no, deck that, and a fireball. That, that X is not Beckard. That X is just a particular strategy decision against a mill deck. There's only Becker, double Becker, triple Becker in the Seth situation. That's so it. what you're saying is different levels of Becker are not strategic no, see, decisions. Here's the, here's the They're thing. just like a Look, circus. Or, 41 cards. There are, just there, are, it, there are Becker protocols. In certain environments, you, play against a, you want to play 24. Do the Becker protocols exist in a Halliburton case that is, you know, handcuffed to, to my hand? Or do I, okay, I can just ask somebody? Here's the time. thing about Beckering, all right? Like, I like playing 41 cards. So people like, everybody says, you're terrible. You shouldn't play 41 cards. Always wrong. Until somebody does something really good with it. And I say, oh, somebody says, oh, they Beckered. And then somebody else is like, oh, I do that all the time. I play 41, you know, half the time. And out of the woodwork, all these good people are like, I always played 41. I advocate 41. Adrian Sullivan's like, I've played 41. Patrick Sullivan, so maybe it's a Sullivan thing. I know. They said, like, I've 41 in a red deck before. So, like, all these people are like, oh, 41 is fine. Until about two months later, like, 41 is always incorrect. So it all is very uh, context-dependent on who has done well with 41. Always and never are, you They're know, not attorney are, words. Are rarely... Yeah, absolutely. Are rarely Almost applicable. always, almost ever. Well, basically, like... The guy who won Grand Prix Shanghai played 61. Here's, so here's the thing. is like, all right. Oh, some, yeah. In some environments, there's 20... You play, you play 2340, right? But in some environments, you need 2317. 2340? Well, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 43, 40 overall cards that you want to play if you're playing optimally, right? Yeah. But 2317, sometimes you need that extra half a land. You have to have it there. And maybe your 41st card is a Chromatic Sphere or a Sphere of the Suns or something else that gives you mana, but it balances you out and it fixes things. I, it's okay. I usually play 18 lands because I didn't draft right, but, but enough but, Yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes 18, 1822 is too mana heavy, right? Especially if you have like no, a search spell or something My curve else. is probably not good. It doesn't matter. I'm like, well, sometimes the right amount of land is a half an extra land or it's 2318 or it's 2417 based on the environment. It gives you a better balance. You know, you want, it get, reduces your flood, it reduces your screw, and you know, what's fine. I mean, people, obviously, I'm not statistically correct. I mean, like, I'm not in the Hall of Fame, I'm not on the Poetour constantly, and people that are say I'm statistically incorrect, but I'm much more comfortable playing with something I feel was an adequate land spell balance, and sometimes that's 41, and sometimes it's 40. I play 40 wait, sometimes. I usually call O'Brien and say, you won't believe what I just did. I played 40 <laughs> cards, but, but I mean, I sometimes play 40. I don't force the 41st so, card in so, there. So. 
when you started playing 41 cards, right? Were you thinking about all this man of balance stuff? You know, or did I can you, tell you, you, I can tell you, I can tell you specifically why I started playing 41 cards. It was because it was an environment where disenchant was an important card. But disenchant sucks. You don't want disenchant because it doesn't do anything until it does something. It's purely reactive, all yeah. right? But a lot of times it came down to in an Ice Age sort of environment or a Ice Age era sort of yeah. environment that having a disenchant somewhere in your deck or having an extra card somewhere in your deck that would do a very specific narrow thing would win you the game or the match. Okay? And I'm like, you know but what? I could cut the disenchant and win game two and good. three, but like I'd rather have it to start with, and I can always take it out game I two think if I want to. Disenchant's usually a card that's pretty good main deck and limited. No, there were many there are many environments. Usually is, no, 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 no. Now, since they're trying to make enchantments better over the last couple of years, it is. But there was a big period. I mean, you're talking about Ice Age. Have you ever really? not played a Tell Jalad's Justice? Have you ever not had that card in your deck if you were green? Yeah, sure. Really? Yeah. Well, no, in that set, you kind of, in that set, you always... Right, but I mean, like, I don't say, in that set, you might, because it's set specific. Like, if you were playing Meriden, you play, a, a Shatter is Dark Banishing, right? And Dark Banishing is shitty, right? So in that set, it doesn't work. I'm sorry. Dark Banishing is bad. Dark yeah. Banishing is Shatter, it's, right? It's shitty. Okay, I'm first sorry. All, I don't want to curse on your pocket. First like, Terror, not Dark Banishing. All right, Terror. So I'll in any case, you reverse, you reverse in that set, you reverse... You know, the placement of Terror and Shatter, right? But, I mean, that's a very set-specific thing. It was an artifact set. But there are a lot of places, and there were for a bunch of years, you have to say, where, you know, this main deck was pretty sketchy. You didn't, you didn't need it. You I, could I ward mean, it in. It was I can fine. tell you my experience. I would typically not play it. All other things held equal, but I'd be fine playing. Right, and now... But usually just because it was my 24th and, uh, or my 23rd. Right, right, and now, I, now I don't, right? But, I mean, like... Uh, you know, there are certain environments in which it seemed like, you know, you were going through the match and you got late going on. You said, you know what, if I just had this chance somewhere in my deck, I'm going to win this match, right? Or if I just had that but one I, extra thing somewhere in my deck, I'm going to win this match. The somewhere in my deck does not come up in limited that often. Oh, but if you're playing 41, your opponent's playing 40, it does, because then, before Cantrip, you deck really your opponent. You have to You guys laugh at that these, stuff, but once things, in a blue moon, uh, you do deck your opponent on it. These things all drift from John's... First of all, John also in limited plays 41, because he's got all these cards and all these different colors, because he's hate-drafted them from his opponents. I, think, then, hate, I think hate drafting is very underrated. <laughs> He then needs to mana balance, which requires that 18th land. Plus, he doesn't have 23 cards in two colors. <laughs> or three. <laughs> or three sometimes. Dude, we won. Hey, don't, go, don't give me a hard time about the Jugon deck. I won you a lot of money on <laughs> that so we, we, so I was going to say, we won a money draft a quite bit way back in Cars or Columbus, right? John's got a four-color Jugon deck. Five colors. The green is not even, this is like no. fifth color. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. It's like a four-color so deck and Jugon. We don't look things up, but perhaps you can recall the casting cost. Of a Jugon. A Jugon is a 3-3. Three, three. It's, it's three mana and three other kind of mana. Three six. of which is green. No, just a six. Three G, 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 Or six G. in Becker's world. Let, let me ask you. What was Becker's record in that draft? 3-0. and oh. X and O, correct. I went 2-1. and one. Right. Okay, well, 3-0 and oh with my, my horrible deck. <laughs> And one win for every G and two guys <laughs> casting cards. It's like I'm weird against good opponents who was like Justin Gary, uh, Star Wars kid, uh, maybe. Yeah, it was it was a good money draft. Like Justin Gary, Star and Wars it wasn't it wasn't one of these lousy modern twenty dollar money drafts either, my friend. It was an overnight. It was like a fifty or a hundred dollar money draft. It was something. I don't even know what these modern twenty dollar money. What money drafts are you talking about now? But yeah, let no me one tell you, you know, like having having some some quality player give you fifty bucks or a hundred bucks after you beat them with five color Jugon <laughs> is a pretty sweet thing. Five color splash Jugon. I feel like I feel like you might have had to win four. I feel like we might have gone to break. I, I, I think we may. Have. I, I, I think that may be true. I think. 
I may have beaten Justin Gary. You beat Justin Gary in like four I may have beaten Justin Gary twice with a five-color Juga. That's even counting the G in Jugon's name then. I actually think that that's what happened, like in hindsight. Three symbols and a G. I think what happened is like, I was like, oh, should I play the, I was like. I know, you want to go to sleep, but I play play? I'm so tired. I'm too tired, it's like, I can't play, I'm too tired. I'm trio, I gotta play. No, but just 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 to wrap up on on the on the Tumblr thing. So it's like, where, where's the line? You go to Grand Prix Vegas. Where's the line of where you drop out of the tournament when you're registering your deck? I mean, I I don't think at that stage I ever would. Like the maximum number of foil tarmogoyfs I can get is three, correct? Yeah. Re- realistically, sure. yeah. Three. So let's say that I have maximum price on them, which is six hundred sixty-six dollars. Okay. Yeah. So I have the devil's own tarmac. So you go there, and before you before you open your your you know, like I say, Mike. It's under my I, costs. Okay. It's, it's like it doesn't even. But if I just walk costs. up to you before you open your pack and say, Mike, yeah. I'll give you eighteen hundred dollars if you drop right now. You would say no. Absolutely. What's my cost on the weekend? I, I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just right, asking. So think about it. Like between your answer is so, no. Uh, my answer would be no. Okay, that's like, fine. like think I'm about good. it. If I'm going to go to Vegas for the weekend, which I was considering going this coming weekend to plan the TCG thing, but I, I had stuff to do. I like the attitude. I appreciate. Right. It. So, like, my plane tickets. What? Circa four hundred bucks, maybe more. I'm going to be there for three nights. Call it. It's another like six hundred bucks at least. Probably more. You're you're at like. Twelve hundred bucks. I haven't eaten yet. All right, so that's like a thousand bucks the weekend for you. Right? <laughs> I mean, so I'm probably going to go to the club at least one night. That's so like a, a couple going, hundred bucks. You're going to Lotus. You're going someplace where I'm, they get I'm, wine when they fly up the tower. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go out. You know, cabs around Vegas is going to cost me like conservatively forty bucks, right? At least, right? Sometimes, sometimes bucks. a cab ride. Good lord, forty bucks. What are you going from, like the Grand to the Bellagio? So. You, you, seriously, right? Yeah. I haven't eaten yet. I haven't gone out yet. I mean, 1800 bucks is just not going to pay for it. It was just a question. I don't have any problem yeah. with you not dropping. It's just like, you know? like the, obviously, I'm invested in going to By the same thing. token, if somebody yeah. drove from California and said, I paid 40 bucks in gas and, uh, you know, I'm not a pro player, so, so, so 1800 bucks, I'd be like, I'm out of here, baby. So, so I, I actually invented deck swap and shut up. <laughs> I'm pointing at Becker when yeah. I say that. But I invented the idea of deck swap. I'm deck. legally forbidden from commenting on this with a specific story. And in the meantime, no, I'm not Brian, talk about that part. Well, Brian, well, Brian uh, does this. I'm going to go and change my train so I can stay longer. So, excuse me a minute, please. What the heck was that? I don't know. Siri, Siri, Siri butted in. She's like, oh, I want to be on the podcast too. Um, is that deck swap TM? <laughs> it was, so, it was, it was, we invented the idea of like register the deck and. And what we used to say is, it's not your deck. You are not registering your cards. Yeah. You're registering someone else's deck for them. And, uh, and you know, it was just kind of like, so it's, I, I'm always sad that they let people drop at the GP. You know, it's Yeah, like, they shouldn't. They, you know, but I mean, I understand it, but like, you know, Aaron Lewis, who won the GP, yeah. or won one of the two GPs yeah. anyway in Vegas, you like, he gets his deck reg, you know, the deck to, to register, yeah. and he's got Tarmogoyf, Vendillion Click, Spellskite, and Fulminator Mage in this pool. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? Drop? You know what I mean? He's like, what, what am I going to do? Because these are playable cards? Well, like, they're, what's they're a Vendillion Click cost? 40 I bucks? No I don't know. But but people it's, were people were dropping. That's just absurd. People were dropping. What's the cost to enter the GP? 75, 75 bucks? 75 bucks. That's stupid. <laughs> it's actually just stupid. Right. And, that's why, and he's like, well, I'm there. I'm trying to get pro points. I'm trying to get, you know... Like what? what I just paid seventy five bucks. If I wanted to pay seventy five bucks for three packs, <laughs> I didn't have to come to Vegas. That's just an well, idiotic. Whatever. Whatever. You don't understand yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. Maybe I'm against Pascal Maynard now. 
<laughs> it's actually making my skin crawl. We brought you around. Yeah. I'm gonna start swearing. This is so stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's not stupid. I mean, you know. No, it's stupid. Yeah. Okay. Dropping. What, what cards do you need to open? The I forgot the so cost I'm of the GP seventy five bucks. That's going on the the, the ticket here. <laughs> I'm at like I'm already at like eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah. Wait, seriously, three three Tarmogoys is not going to dig you out of that. Yeah. Well, I, I guess for like certainly there were people who who don't have some expectation of doing well at the event or don't have some, uh, and they're like, ah, you know what? I was expecting to lose anyway, so I'm going to take these cards. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to start cracking packs inside events. I mean, I don't know. Play, you go to a tournament like this because you're you're praying for glory. Yeah, right. Yeah, of That's course. it. You might get a Pro Tour slot. And then Aaron got what he thought was an unplayable deck. Went 9-0. Lost one match the entire weekend. Won the won the GP. Ish. Well, he, he won a GP. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the other one? Uh, Scott Markson. Man, I couldn't have told you that. Yeah. There's too many GPs. Yeah. Played uh, played David Heineman in the finals. Lots of Wisconsin players yeah. in the uh, in the top eight of those events. Um, yeah. Pretty. Uh, yeah, I was, I was really sad to miss it. So we're not resolved on this topic, I think. No, I mean we're not resolved. I mean, obviously, look, I, it's I, good chance. I, I, I get it, right? Like I, I get it. I just, I think, and I, and and, I, and again, I mean, I think the, the Facebook post that Pascal Menard made bore me out on this. He was like. He's like, obviously, if I'd thought about Worlds and I thought about the, you know, Grand Prix Player of the Year race, I might have done something differently. But he had 45 seconds to make the decision. There's a camera on him. Yeah. You know, but what, let me ask you a question, though. Yeah. We talk a lot about content creation and about, like, building your magic brand and things like that. Although we don't always talk about it on the podcast. But what happens if Pascal leans down, looks into the camera, shows the oil timer glyph, Jams it into the back of the pack, takes the burst lightning, and passes. That's it. probably what I would have done if I knew that a camera's over my shoulder. Yeah. Now that you mentioned, because I've done that kind of stuff all the time, like on cameras, to like hold my hand up to the camera. Yeah, stuff like yeah. That. Like and just like he's just like, yeah, I want, I want world so bad that I'm gonna pass a foil timer life. Doesn't. What's the value for him as someone now writing about limited or writing about his? His experience of chasing this down, or you couldn't, he couldn't have gotten more press than this. And so you want to, you want to raise your Q rating as a magic content creator. I, I don't know the last time think, somebody did he, something on this order. You think he gets more passing a foil Tarmogoyf is arguably more controversial than taking it. No, because it's not a story. Because nobody cares. Nobody. I, look, uh, a I don't, I sunrise, just, the sun rising every day, is both beautiful and a miracle, and it's not a story. It happens every day. I don't know, man. I, I, I think people would have been just as uproared All right, if so he passed it. Watch. You're going to be Reed Duke. I'm going to be you. you. I open a, a foil tarmogoyf. And I pass it. Reed, I, I pass a foil tarmogoyf. What do you think about that? To take my burst lightning. What do you think, Reed? But That's he, just what you do is what Reed says. But, 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 but I think if the pick wasn't on camera and the guy took foil tarmogoyf and passed burst lightning... No one would care either. Yeah, even if, a, even if he goes up to Reed, he's like, "Ah, I took I took foil timer going for reverse lightning." Reed be like, "Ah, there's not a lot the right of stuff, not right. the right play, but yeah. whatever." But my point is, I think that it's hard to buy better press than the, that he got. Uh, oh, sure, sure. It was uh, it was it was interesting. I, I, I was, it's funny too because I'm like, 
I, uh, I'd been at a wedding that weekend and was doing like, just like binging Orphan Black with my wife on Sunday. And like the current season of current season. it's very good. Oh my god, it's so good. We'll talk about that in a minute. I don't hate Helena anymore. No, no, I she's used, been great. I used to hate and, her. And Ari Millen, the guy who's playing Mark, all the the, Mark, the, the boy clones, he's, he's ridiculous. Like, when does he get to play a supervillain? He's just he's just the boy Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's it. Um, but anyway, so we, you know. And so I was trying to explain to my wife. I'm like, no, no, Tatiana Maslany should win Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress every year. Blah, 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 this show. She's like, is this a science fiction show? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's about blah, blah, blah. She's like, clones? No, thank you. <laughs> she just, like, walks clones? out of the room. Science fiction show. Clones? Just, just pitch it to her this way. Tell her it's Orphan is the New Black. I was like. <laughs> Try to trick her into watching. Like, it. It's like many genres at once. One of the storylines is just Desperate Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, it's, it's just Desperate Housewives. Oh, this year it's weeds. Yeah, it's like a little weeds, right? But, you know. Talking about Orphan Box. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched You know, it, it really is weeds, right? So, uh, and she's just, she loves weeds, you know. I mean, nobody really loves Desperate Housewives, even if they say they do. Yeah. My TV um, watching is really curtailed during baseball season. I watch a lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. Like, an unhealthy amount of baseball. So, so, tell me about watching baseball on the TV. Is that really a fun time? Yes. Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah, actually, baseball. I, I actually it sounds. Terrible. I love West Coast baseball because I get to so great. do stuff during the day and then just stay up late. Yeah, I guess draft eleven o'clock. You're like, oh, look, there's a game on, and I can draft while I watch it. It's great. Really so nice. you guys are just talking about what's running on in the background while you draft. No, I mean, I, I would. Not, I would be still watching baseball if I wasn't drafting. Yeah, I, love, I'm, I used I to watch baseball. baseball when the Indians were relevant 20 years ago, but then they I mean, broke my I mean, heart. The Indians have times. a really interesting pitching staff right yeah. now. Absolutely, Indian, they have like they have Corey Kluber, have, who's fantastic. Kluber's probably the front Carrasco, runner. Carrasco, like came out of nowhere. He was horrible. Is Kluber, the front runner for the American League Cy Young right I don't now. No, he won the last year. Yeah, he's very good. But the, and the, they have Carrasco's where the even, Indians like, produce a lot of like really star star players that have produced for other teams over the years. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the Indians have a very good pitching staff. They can put together some offense. I think they, they can make great a longevity. Run. These players like Bartolo Colon, I guess, is, a, is he's a very he's impressive an aberration. Player. He's been, he was the pitcher 20 years ago when I was watching. Yeah. He was, and he was good 20 years ago and yeah. then not good for 18 years. <laughs> well, more 16 years. He was like an all-star, right? Again. Uh, he, was, he was terrific when he was young, and then he was bad, and then he was out of baseball, and then he came back, and he's now really pretty good. He's okay, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's very weird situation. He's also 42 years old, weighs about 400 pounds. They actually, I, I loved, I was watching the night when he had a double, right? Like his, his batting coach challenged him to get three hits this year, yeah. right? Which he's already made. Yeah. Right? But he hit a double, and the announcer said, "My God, Bartolo Colon! They're timing him to second base with a sundial, which is about <laughs> right." And they asked him after the game. They said, "Would you go to third? He's like, "Never entered my head." Through a translator, <laughs> right? Like, it's like I, he's, I would die. I'd have a heart attack on the way to third base. Like double. That's like stretching my abilities. Yeah. Wow, that's a. Uh, I love baseball. Stuff I didn't know about. Because yeah. it's the best. Yeah. It's not the best. It is the best. The best is back No, no. It doesn't matter what you're going to say there. The answer is no, because baseball is the best. Let's talk about basketball. You have a, you have a team oh, that yeah, you like man, in we're, the finals, we're, right? We're, yeah. coming, we're coming up. We're a day away from and game apparently, one. Apparently, everybody in Las Vegas thinks that, like, you know, me, uh, uh, the, the Cavs are going to get, like, just thrashed and throttled. Uh, which I don't, I don't see. I think they seem you, like they're pretty Did you retweet Iman Shumpert this morning? I did. I retweeted Iman Shumpert yesterday, I think. What did he say? He said, can, we, just, can we play all the games in Cleveland? I know you guys earned it, but I saw the movie San Andreas, and I don't want to go to your stupid state. <laughs> like, he basically said that, right? But he did it all in emoticons. Oh, yeah. So, like, there was, 
<laughs> right. It's like I have no time yeah, for title lanes. Yeah, like it was like all in a motor but it basically said, Yo GS, can we play it in Cleveland? Your state be great. Trust me. Right? It's, it's safer for everybody. Yeah. Right? Does he so, still have the stovepipe or did he cut it off? I think he's modified it. He's modified, yeah. It's, modified so, so it's a little more it's a little more of a gumby now. It's like a semi Lincoln. Yeah, yeah it's so, more I mean, of a gumby. I think that the I think that the the line at Golden State being about two thirds to win yeah, is a little two, generous, two, two but probably against. the case. It, I, I agree. I was you, you, today. You, it seems you, it seems a little bit too tilted. I think not, I think not homerific at all. No, you think you think you think Cleveland matches up really well. I think that I think that it's interesting, right? So two to one against seems that's those are so big odds. You, I, don't, I think it's I think it's closer. Like I actually get infuriated reading these head to heads that people write, like like uh, because they don't make any sense. Um, so one of the head so one of the head to heads I saw was like. They had Green and Thompson as being even, and then another one had uh, Green being better than Thompson. But then one of them had Blatt being better than Kerr. I wanted to like throw like a golf ball through the screen. Wait, they had Blatt as better than as Kerr. better coach than Kerr. Nah. That's insane. I mean, like you could tell from this one season that Kerr is going to be a coach for the the ages. Blatt, the guy's did, amazing. Didn't Blatt just resign as FIFA president or something? FIFA president? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Step Blatter. Oh, okay, right it's a different guy. So, Step Blatter. That's like the Blatter you marry after your. No, Seth bladder. No, that's the bladder you get on top so, of when you need to get something off. Oh, of. yes, like a high step bladder. Yeah, so, yeah. so, oh, that's pretty good. Get me the step so, I mean, bladder. If you, if you I want can't to go reach the positions, it. Even if Kyrie were at full strength, you have to give the edge to Curry, right? But it's two star players, two offenses. I was reading something today. It said like actually Cleveland is playing fantastic three point defense. So, oh, so hold on. Let me let me just get to there. Okay. So if you look at the head to heads, you're insane to think of anything but but Golden State winning, right? So. Uh, I think that Golden State... Uh, okay, under the rules, Cleveland's not around to send their like 10th person out just to like, punch Steph Curry in the face as hard as he can, They've right? already done that. That's not legal. We have Kendrick Perkins. It's not legal, right? Okay. <laughs> no, there's no... There's no... Uh, there's no, no do do rule. Perkins no, just punked somebody no, in the Boston no series. Cephal- no cephalosia like protocol. No, those are police. These are people so, on the team. Uh, That's a different story. Let's slow down for a second. So if you're like, you just want to tick these off as like, here's a box, here's a box. Most of the boxes are on Golden State's side, right? So I think that if you look at the head-to-head between... Um, between uh, Clay Thompson and uh, Iman Shumpert, you got to give it to Clay, right? I think Shumpert's great. No, isn't, but I also, isn't Clay like coming off? Like, they were questionable. Oh, like, he's got a little injury action. He's okay to play. He, they, yeah, they, but okay to play doesn't mean 100%. Slow down. Slow, okay. Three of the Cavs' key here, rotation dude. are in. Like, like <laughs> Kyrie has one knee. LeBron has like 100 small injuries. And Shumpert has no dick. Okay. Like, he has a groin plug. Well, LeBron is Megatron. He has no injuries. Okay, so if you, if, I don't know. He, I had, 26, he had 24 like, points on 30 shots. Like, like lauding, lauding how how great the defense on Golden State was. And he said, they've been so good. And they're making nowhere star players near on the other side as, uh, going to the offside. I'm like, LeBron doesn't have an offside, right? right? Either side, he's like, I'll go either way and so, stuff in your face. Me, so if you just want to, if you just want to run up and down uh, this on a, on a per player basis, I think Golden State has the edge at point guard, shooting guard, not at small forward. Not at power forward. I think that the Cavs have a slight edge there, but they're almost indistinguishable. Like the two players are both very good. And we're loveless to the finals, right? No love. No love, okay. right? So I'm talking just between. But Tristan Thompson's defense has picked up a little bit. On, on Thompson that, has right? been the Thompson's, best. Thompson's looking like, every, every time I've watched Thompson, I'm like, so, so early, like early in the last round of the playoffs, I'm like, who the hell is Thompson on the Cavaliers? Really? And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Tristan. Yeah, Tristan, that's right. I would not be. I haven't crossed <laughs> the numbers for the entire playoffs. I would not be. Surprised if Thompson was the best player in the playoffs this year. 
I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying he is. You know, Steph Curry I might mean, could I easily mean, be it, but I would not be surprised. He's certainly better I mean, than LeBron. If, if you compare him up to Love, I mean, Love has like a much, much higher offensive upside. And right? Thompson's played three times as many games, so. Yeah, you don't have Love, it's no choice. Yeah, I'm saying, so. but like, I mean, his defense is definitely a step oh, up. I mean, it's great. Of course I would rather But if everybody have, else, if you can avoid giving him shots and give nobody else, then you asking me if I want the most versatile offensive player who's also the best rebounder in the league to be on my team, I would say yes, right? Mm -hmm. Also, maximum versatility doesn't make him the best offensive player. He can just do the most things well. Um, so, you know, Thompson, center, I think that Bogut's better than Mozgov, but not super better than Mozgov. They're both good. Uh, I think they're, they're, I think the, both teams have good stuff on, bo on both sides, uh, with the biggest gap being Curry, just because Curry's so good. Can hit anything from anywhere. Curry's an, uh, maybe the best shooter who's ever played the game. But Kyrie Irving is an amazing offensive player also, right? Just because Curry's so good doesn't mean that he does nothing. So, it seems so, like a really good final so, to me. So, I, I, I don't understand the 2-1 to one but, runs. So here's, yeah. here's the Curry, thing. Curry and Kyle Korver are on the same team at some point, right? What team? I don't Korver know. used to be a bull. Um, if Curry and, and Kyle Korver are on the same I, team, I'm they, assuming they won multiple championships. Maybe, 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 <laughs> I, I don't know hear about that. I, I, I don't know that they've never well, lost the, a game. The, right? the, 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 it was, I was reading something about basically Stephen Curry was making fun of Kyle Korver's drill of shooting 103 pointers before the game, yeah. and they're like, "Well, you know, he's this is his this is his career three point field goal percentage." And then ever since then, Steph Curry is just. That's so, what he does. You look at benches. Golden State clearly has the, the stronger bench. I mean, Andre Iguodala and David Lee were all-stars two years ago. Those guys can barely crack the rotation. I love Iguodala. Okay, so... I, uh, I love Iguodala, especially because of how much Philadelphia fans just hated him out of town. You know, they didn't. we didn't hate him. He just... The problem is, is like... He's not supposed to be the best player on your team. Why? He's an awesome second-best player on your team. Right? But... Unfortunately, he was asked to be the best player on the team in Philly, and he couldn't do it. He's he a skills. great player. Yes, but he can't be the best player on a championship team. He can be the best second player on a championship team, and we didn't have anybody to carry that weight for him. I think but, he, you know, he, he was he, he much like Eric Maynard, but in a much less offensive way. He's excellent at getting really close to winning. Like if you need somebody to take a three-point shot, and you're down nine. Yeah. Iguodala is like a hundred for a hundred, right? If you're down two. Yeah. Not quite so much so, 100 for 100. Right? Like, even if we had love, which means that you would move Tristan to be basically the head of the second unit, I mean, I would still say that Golden State has the stronger bench. And the Cavs have a very good bench. Their bench includes J.R. Smith, who's playing at all-star level now. Maybe, maybe I'm boomerang just because I, I was born in Cleveland. Yeah. So, I mean, when I'm not there. I don't really have a, a team except for the Sixers. And, of course, Sixers suck. But I mean, it's by design. We'll be back. Give me a couple of three years. Three years. Right? Okay. Every three but, years. But three years from now, the Sixers right. will be the best team in the world. But like, I just, I mean, I just, I would like to think so, LeBron will not be denied. Right? So I like LeBron saying, I need a championship, and I know you're awesome, and I'm going to win anyway, and I'll shake your hand when I'm done. If you just look at things in a head-to-head, -head, you're going to miss something, which is that basketball is fundamentally a game that only includes two things. One of them is the acquisition of more possession, right? Which is why we reward things like steals and rebounds. Acquisition of more possession gives you more shots on, on the basket. That's one of the two things that drives basketball. The other one is accuracy of shooting. Golden State has accuracy of shooting in spades, except they're playing against the best defense on earth right now. It's gonna It'll be, be series, really right? interesting. It's going to be really good. It's going to be exciting. If Golden State plays their average game against the Cavs' average game, Golden State's probably slightly favored. The Cavs are going to destroy them on acquisition of possession, and Golden State's going to destroy the Cavs on accuracy of shooting. But if the Cavs actually just play the Cavs' defensive game, and they're like, well, okay, we're going to out-rebound you by 12 every game, because that's what we've done all playoffs, and then we're going to make you play a slightly less consistent accuracy of shooting, the Cavs are actually favored. you got to adjust those numbers down a little bit, though, because right? once Horford's gone, I mean, like, that certainly increases the number of uh, rebounds per game you're going to out-rebound your opponent. Right? No, the Cavs destroyed every opponent they played in rebounds. Like, un 
Right, I understand. But, but, like, relentlessly. but when they played Atlanta, I mean, Horford is a lot of rebounds that was missing out of there. I mean, Horford's backup is not Horford. Horford's good. Horford I mean, Tristan terrific. Thompson has been... <laughs> Tristan Thompson was was the black thing from A Wrinkle in Time. Like, all the evil in the universe was offensive rebounding for the Cavaliers. <laughs> like, I don't know. Horford was like, as soon as Horford got hurt, I'm like, the series Horford's is basically good. over. Horford was not hurt. Horford got booted. No, well, he got, no, he was playing hurt, I think, too. Everyone playing hurt. Yeah, everyone's playing Every, hurt. Which LeBron is like, everybody's like, oh, I have these Knicks and I'm hurt. So did you see play, LeBron? No, no, the Knicks, they're all hurt. <laughs> did you see LeBron so not if, able if to I'm stand? Oh, except Le- the Knicks are on, who are in Cleveland. They're all pretty good. <laughs> is it LeBron hobbling we off the floor? We should non-Nicked Knicks to so Cleveland. Here's, so here's some X-Factors. Uh, it's possible that one or both of the Splash Brothers is not going to be at 100%, considering, you know, the concussions they sustained. I actually think that it's irresponsible that Golden State put uh, Curry back I onto was, the floor I was, I was that game. Ac- I was actually outraged it's that they let him back into that game. Unbelievable to me. You have the MVP of the NBA. I, I mean, he's you guys other- are probably anti-sweatshop too, aren't you? <laughs> He's on the opposing I mean, team, and he's one of the like, most wonderful players to watch I've ever I, seen in my I'm life. I'm not anti-sweatshop, <laughs> but, but I won't chain the doors. <laughs> no, no, if there's a player, I don't no, want to kill anybody. Serious comment here, right? Yeah, no, I am the, serious. The fact that they put Steph Curry back in a losing it effort was, it was, it is, was, is probably a poor decision. grossly irresponsible. Even, and even if it's not irresponsible, this is going to seem like a weird... Optically... It just looks irresponsible. It looks like you're not taking care of your hey, press wise, it's like, like bad. Are you, bad but press. aren't you also like, you know, bad press. for the long term of your of your player, like your relationship with this player that you obviously want to spend a long productive career with your team. That leg's not really broken, is yeah. it? <laughs> it's just, They're up 3 yeah, 0. Even if just, they, they lost the game anyway. Right. Who, yeah, right? Who's, like, the, who's the doctor back there? John Voigt? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you know, give him the shot. <laughs> seriously, it's, it's unbelievable to me that they would put him back in. You're going to have to sign a waiver. <laughs> and seriously, like, the, the fact Names that they, they, they were, like, basically masking the fact that that uh, that uh, Clay had a concussion. Like, there was no concussion protocol stuff the night of. His dad did a press conference. He was just like, Clay's you. barfing. I, I, He's like, bleeding I, from his ears. Yeah, right? And he, there's no he, press coming from fact, Golden State on this. He came back out and then was bleeding yeah, from his ears. It's absurd. Like, how can they not? These they have all-star caliber players. How are they not taking care of these guys? And, and it's not like, it's crazy. And it's not like it was a series where you couldn't... Where you, you didn't have right. you, it wasn't you game didn't seven and the anyway. other choice, right? It's like three. Oh, we got four games. We can take one of these things, right? I mean, they're, sir, Houston just wasn't very good. Like they were going to beat them anyway. Right. Like it's yeah, yeah. No, it was. I, I was. I was. I was appalled. Actually, I mean, and from I his ear. I just yeah. don't understand this. Yeah. Like the the Curry one was the one that just like especially when the guy comes out and like when's the last time Curry put up a, a an air ball that was like. <laughs> You know, two feet short of the basket, or whatever that shot was when he what got back out on the court that game. Like, how do you not look at that and go, "Oh crap, no, they, we need to we need to get him out of this like, game." Like they didn't put Clay back in, but the fact that they no. didn't report on the oh, concussion. I'm talking, the, I'm talking about the Curry. Though. Yeah, but yeah, they just nothing about the concussion until like five days later. Right. It's. It, I mean, I don't know. It, it's possible anyway. You also, don't know how also it's just be. worth noting about the Clay concussion. Yes. Yeah. Trevor Ariza can jump really high. <laughs> Ariza has, has always been a super underrated player. He's really good. He's good. Because, like, he basically, like, to, you know, because Clay is in the air, and he, like, jumps up and knees him in the side of the head. Okay. That's, like, DFS-wise, you probably guys have played Daily Fantasy, but if you do, Ariza's almost always a bargain. So, I don't understand why Ariza's getting so much hate. Like, he did not hurt no, 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 Curry. He... Curry flew into him. Like, anyway, it's... Uh... Just like a Cavs fan to blame the victim. 
No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, though, you know, like, I actually was, like, ranting at my dad. My, my parents were up uh, during during the uh, uh, Atlanta series. They, they spent a few days here, and we watched some Cavs games together. And I was just ranting at my dad that I thought that Della Vadova was a dirty player. I actually went back and looked at all this tape. No. He is not a dirty no. player. No. Like, He's just getting punked left and right, and he's just trying to stay alive. Well, I was just going to say, isn't he, right, isn't he like, he's like, he's just a, kind of a slightly disrespected player and kind of a guy, an overachieving player. Yeah. And so, like, he's also just, like, he really, he, like, He was that way all the way through, the way through college, too. Right, he but I'm saying, but he's, like, but he's always... He was team, he had to scrap the entire way through. He's in the pros, he wasn't a starter, he got drafted late, he had to scrap his way through. He's, 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 just, always, started, he's, scrapping so he's just always moving he's, his feet. He's, he's always... So, I, I, I was looking at the these vines that people... That guy's a Rudy. He's 100% effort dude. Yeah. Game one of the Atlanta series, before any of this stuff happened... They're just popping him in the head on rebounds. Like nothing gets called. They're like just hitting the guy. Like I, I, I actually, I actually think just uh, throughout this whole playoffs, I think that the the refing has been kind of terrible, absurdly bad. Yeah, just terrible in terms of just like let, letting people play and letting the games get really chippy. And uh, you so, know, I, I just I haven't I haven't liked that aspect. Of like it. the the Gibson injection where he gets Hodge Gibson ejected and he uh, you know does the thing with his feet on Gibson's foot. I loved it so much. <laughs> I, that was just such a great little angle shot. It's not illegal. We're getting up. It's in between plays. Plays not going on. Can Can't foul during not time. Can I ask two non basketball questions? Sure. I have a comics question and back yep. to a magic tie-in. Two things. Uh, comics question. You tweeted a while back about a Daredevil thing, and it looked like you were saying that they're going to redo or reprint or re-comic a bunch of older Daredevils. Is all, that a thing? All the all the Frank Miller, Klaus Janssen... So the best Daredevils. David Mazzucchelli Daredevils yeah. have been collected into trade paperbacks. That's very nice. I had to get those. No, of original pencils, according to Brian. Oh, you're that, ta- oh, that oh you, were talking, you were talking about the... Yeah. So the IDW does these... Oversized archival edition. Archival, archival edition. They did Born Again, mm. and it's all of Dave Mazzucchelli's line art, all his black and white line art with the lettering, color scanned, and reproduced full size. That sounds awesome. In a hardcover edition. So, like, and I mean, you can. This is like right up Becker's alley. I'm going to say a word, and I'm going to tell you that this is going to be probably. I'm going to guess it's in the top one percentile of Becker words. Oh. All the marginalia is preserved. Marginalia. Oh, that's a good word. <laughs> All the all the all the blue line, every like every every like white out, you can see everything. That sounds like it, they, I said. What would you like me to do with these things? I would like you to do these things. Should I yes, ask that okay. for Father's Day? I keep getting these questions. What I should get for Father's Day? And then I give it to that? me. You should get Becker this for Father's Day. <laughs> right, so. They also have Walt Simonson's Manhunter. But like I, that. I already own Born Again. Uh, well, you yeah. should send me a link so I can find it because I'll definitely yeah. buy that. I'll, yeah, put, yeah. I'll put it on. I'll put I think it they're, I think they're the doing notes. a new a new release of it right now. But right. That, so I, was, I saw it, but I was going to get it for my birthday, and it was sold out. All right, comics question. I never got a chance to follow it. That was the comics. No, now now it's done. Now basketball. No magic. Magic question. Okay, question. so I've been drafting, uh, you know, much against my better judgment, drafting Modern Masters because I, I hate the new interface. I'm trying to get used to it. I'm trying to love it. I didn't like the last one very much, but eventually grew to love it. I'm having a much more difficult time. Nobody's claiming you have to grow to love it. It's yeah. just what you have to do. You just got to suck it up and draft right. it. But I'm trying to love it. I don't like it. So I'm doing Modern Masters. And my, my, my favorite, I haven't done as much as many people have done. Yeah. But my favorite archetype so far is Black White Spirits. I love, I love Black, Black White Spirits. I love Black White Spirits. I mean, well. nobody, I get Waxing Baku like 14th, which is like crazy. Um, you know, they have the Moonlight Strider. Standard playable card. <laughs> Waxing Baku. Moonlight Strider. Is 
Did we call it that or something? It was a black playable card. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but like black white, it seems like a good deck to me, and I don't know all the decks or all the archetypes. There are a lot of them, but no matter what I do, I draft black white. Sorry, and the uh, sorry, black white. Did spirits. I miss that? And the answer is no. We're looking right now. We didn't miss anything. I missed the front. Um, right, keep going. So no matter, I draft that deck, and then um, Brian's no, shugging. This is, this is once I draft the deck. Yeah. The the results are, if I face affinity, I lose. And if I don't face affinity, I win the draft. Those yeah. are the two things. It's like a binary sort don't of you, thing. Don't you have like, don't you have like four Tarashi's grasps? In How your many Tarashi's grasps can I play? And they if, actually go earlier. You're playing enough. against affinity, but, but even if against you're playing affinity, affinity, you bring every single yeah, one. Of I them know in. you do, but even you're like, even against train you for one with Thief of Hope, kill your stupid mirror force. All, all of these, that's the key. But you always, you always have three Thieves of Hope. I mean, that's like the deck. It's just like drain, drain, drain. Is it common? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's common. You always have three Thieves of Hope. It's fantastic. But here's the thing: Scion of the Wild's also common. That was a rare. Like the worst, like the worst thing. Modern Master. Yeah. Every time I get frustrated with Black. White Spirits, I draft Science of the Wild and Nest Invaders and I win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what That's else I what have. I, did. That's like, that's, I take every you, Nest Invader and Science of the Wild I see and I win the draft. You've, described my, you've described my draft pattern last night where I yeah. basically play, I, I, think I, I think I got to the finals with Black White uh, Spirits, but then just won with a crappy looking Green White token matter. stack. But it was a Green White token stack, but I had two arrests, an Oblivion Ring, double Sunlands. So awesome Green White Yeah, double, double, double Sunlands. You don't need guys? You, 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 yeah, no, I, I had a couple. But you, don't need, you, you don't need any of those good cards. You don't. Yeah. You don't need them. You, don't well, need them. you just bum rush them? You, well, you think, like, so what's the I had a Celestia killed me. I'm saying, like, for Black White Spirits, my question is actually, for Black White Spirits, is there a way I can reasonably beat it, or am I just saying, if I encounter Affinity, I lose? So, so the things that I have discovered about the Black White Spirit, it's the weird card that I need for that deck to work for me is Bloodthrown Vampire, not Spirit. Well, against most decks, that's true, because you can say, okay, I got a Bloodthrown Vampire, I sack a bunch of dudes, I recast the ones I get from the the, the soul, soul Shift, shift. right? and then I use my Strider to give them protection for whatever you got, and I kill you. But the problem is, that doesn't work against Affinity. Because right? they got all robots. Because they got all colorless I've got, dudes. I've got, I've got a bunch of Tarashis. I don't know what to tell you. I just Tarashis But But Tarashis Grass only, only wins you the game against... Uh, I, don't Enforcer. Run, I don't run them. Like, don't like, run them. Like, no, you could just get value Tereshi's against like, grass, any random thing. No, Tarashi's Grass against a Frogmite doesn't win you the game. They're like, they go, ah, okay, they go turn, one, turn one artifact, turn two turn artifacts, turn three dump my hand, basically thought I mean, seize, and, you're still, and, still and you're still looking at three two flyers. I mean, you still the, get sun lances and arrests. But and, I mean, like, you just don't, I mean, third, you're on their, you're on your second turn, their third turn, their hand's empty, they got two, three two flyers on the board and some artifacts, and you're like, all right, I cast a ghostly changeling, I guess. I'll take six. The affinity deck to me is the most Overrated deck. Like I, I don't find. I it's, want everybody I don't, to love Affinity and draft it, so it sucks for everybody. I don't find. But if you encounter that, I don't find that people have. So you're that saying that result. there's like seven bad Affinity decks in your black white deck at the table. You're not going to beat any of the crappy no, Affinity I can do decks. That. Yes, but I mean, <laughs> if there's only two Affinity that's decks, that's a bad table, bet. I would, I would say don't. Then I have black white problems. So, I mean, it's like the answer is just draft as many Tarashi's grasps as you can. That's, that's a, a very dissatisfying. That's you know, what you're saying. Answer. I always have three or four of them in my sideboard. Or, Long yeah, story I, I like short. The, I like the, so yes, the answer is back like, to basketball. Lose, right? Okay, but I mean, are we walking? Where's Brian going? He's going over here to fart off. <laughs> off, off uh, Brian path. left to fart. Now he's coming back. He's being, if we had any female listeners, they're gone yeah. now. Unfortunately, the wind is not in your face. What is, what is that? Look, it looks like a, a wasp's nest. It does look like a giant wasp's nest. Uh, it looks like a bunch of garbage duct taped to, to a fence. That's the color of duct tape in your universe. It's like it's like some sort of like packing tape, actually. It's all gigantic freaking wasp. I believe it is a hobo nest. I bet you, if you walked near there, you would get buzzing hobos. You would take one damage with dirty syringes to sting you, and they would be death touch. 
<laughs> the death touch left and right. Death touch for sure. Okay. So I think um, that guy is dressed in a way that he wants everybody to say, "Are you David Cross?" Yes. Yeah, that's because that was David Cross. Not David Cross. <laughs> uh, I know David Cross, my friend. That is no David Cross. Here he's coming back, and it's, it's David Cross. <laughs> he's like, oh, I yes, wish I, he would. Yes, I mean, But it's not David Cross, because right. I know David Cross, and that's no David Cross. So, basketball. I think the Cavaliers' defense... Uh, this is what I so, think. I'm sorry. I think, Magic, before you, yeah. you answer my question, the answer is, let me see if I can summarize, black-white spirits is good but loses to affinity and you're screwed unless you have 100 atrocious grass, in which case your deck is terrible. The, the real and then two, is, why is your deck terrible if you have a atrocious grass? Because it's only good... I know, it's okay. Well, because he, wants, he just wants just one of them in his main deck in <laughs> case the game goes long. Oh, I go to 41, <laughs> put atrocious grass in it, and I want to win. So you want to okay. minimize and the chances of drawing it by playing right. a 41st card. By the way, I just want to point out... I want to take a minute and point out the irony that earlier we were talking about Go to 41 cards so you could put a disenchant in your deck, but he doesn't want to sideboard a Tarashi's card. <laughs> no, I will, but one doesn't do it. But one doesn't do it. No, right? one doesn't you need a bunch, no, no, no. right? I mean, like, one doesn't do it, two probably doesn't do it, three probably does it. But yeah. I mean, like, people who are playing Affinity have started taking them. You don't get them 13th anymore. You got to take them 8, 9, 10. I always have a four of them. Really? You, okay. You're so but, rich okay. that you so can't take something 8, that's, 9, or 10. That's, that's number one. Number two, when I get frustrated with losing to Affinity, I should just draft Green White, Nest Invader, Scion. You should probably just draft that deck in the first place. Even though it's boring, I don't like playing yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it wins. It's the, it's the weirdly so the red deck of the format. So for grinding, oh, I pick, that I pick like the me. green red deck. Oh yeah, you would love the green. You'd love the, you'd for, love that deck. For grinding, I pick the green red deck. For fun, I pick the deck that's awesome and should win but loses the stupid deck. Okay, oh. good. Okay, basketball. Back basketball. Um, first pick, who's going to be? Who I think is going to win the the, the, no, the, the draft. series draft. Oh. Towns. Okafor. Think it's going to be to Okafor over Towns? I don't know. I think that last year I thought it was going to be Wiggins, and people said, Embiid, Embiid, and then they were like, Parker, Parker, and I'm like, Wiggins, and I was right, it was Wiggins. Okay. I did, I did not draft, think Anthony Bennett the, the previous you're the, year, you're the, you're, the, you're the college ball guy here. I do, so. plus, plus obviously since I'm in Philadelphia, yeah, and you are, and you are like, well-versed in the... Our team has 40% of the picks in the but, draft. But so. like, so if the Lakers, if the Lakers don't take a big guy, if the Lakers let one of the big guys fall, there's no way the Sixers... Don't take. No, have, no, no, no. There's no way. There's six. So let's just say somehow Okafor fell to third. They take him. Would they take yes. him? Yes. I would like them to take him. But I, I understand. Think, of I course think they, they take him. The well, Sixers' who, who, who entire the first, plan. Who are the first two picks? The first picks: Muade and uh, uh, the like Ohio yeah, State guy. It, it would be. It would be. Carl it would be, be Carl Anthony Towns first. Okay. Then I'm just and, and I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Okafor. But, okay, but, but let's just say it's Carl Anthony Towns first. Then the Lakers go second, and they go Muad. Okay. And so we have a choice. We have choice between like the Ohio State guard. Yeah. Um, I don't remember everyone's name. First of all, you have a very smart GM. A smart GM knows to never draft a guard in the first round. That's the first rule. If it's not, if you're not taking, which is why we've explained that the Lakers you, just took a, in this oh my, scenario, my, like, took a, look, took if, an unproven guard look, from. But a, look, but if the two if the two big guys are gone, the next best guys on the board are Muadai and the Ohio State guy, they're going to take a guard. Like Kyrie Irving was the consensus first pick the year that he went, and he was barely a playable what's, pick at, at, at first pick there. What's, what's the you guy's do name? not take a guard in the first round. It's insane. I can't Przingis. I, like that, everybody loves that guy. I don't understand why everybody loves that guy. It's not like because you know, he's seven foot two and has a and has a jump shot. So was Manupol was seven six of the jump shot. So what? Well, part of that was true. 
what you just said. <laughs> no, Manuko had a was good... the worst. Oh, really? I you... saw him play okay. live many a- times. After this session, look up uh, look up his three point percent and see if he was a good three point shooter. And the answer will be he was a good three point shooter. But it was weird because he was seven six. I was like, why the heck is he shooting outside instead of like just dumping the ball? I can, I can honestly there? tell you, I was at a game once, and I was Manuko somehow had the was taking the ball up the floor. I don't understand how what's, what weird confluence of events this was, had Manuko dribbling up the side of the floor, and I yelled. Shoot it, Nudie! Shoot it! And he hoisted up a three, and I was just like, "Did I just change the universe?" <laughs> Manute ball, he went up. Well, he missed it. it did called, not go in. He called him Nudie. What do you expect? <laughs> they called him Nudie. Okay, here's the answer. I was here's at the, the game screaming, "Shoot it, Nudie!" Say, but this guy, whose name nobody remembers, and is from Latvia, is the next Dirk. Because Dirk right. is big and can shoot outside. So that's who you want to compare him to, right? All right. So is the Dirk guy. Let me just stop for a the second. The Dirk guy. No, I want to. I want to go back to the to the previous topic. Of course, they take Okafor, and the reason there's two reasons. Number one, smart GM never takes a guard in the in the in the just first round the unless unless you have to have no 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 some no, no, the other confluence just of events. Oh, yeah. Who are the prominent first no, round an, guards? He's of people? A, he's a guard for oh, he's, a, he's a guard for a house. Do you remember when John Wall was the first pick? The dude has been terrible his entire career until this year. Just not good at all. NBA draft preview and they'll list like the top ten guys. Right. So I think Irving was a justifiable first. He was nowhere near the best player his first year. Right. But he was a. But he was so much better for that year. You pick for what he's going to be. It's Irving. Obviously, Irving came out as a legitimate superstar caliber player this year. But you know, it was pretty dicey about if that was going to happen before now. The guy's been like slightly above average. Yeah. For the foreign guy, I wrote. I wrote a blog post that only about. 50 people read a bunch of years ago called uh, The Myth of Ricky Rubio. I read it. Everybody loves it. Oh, you're one of the wise people. I read, read it, right? And it was good, right? I think Ricky Rubio is an excellent player. Ricky Rubio is a guy who gets assists and does nothing else. And he's certainly not worth the whatever pick they wanted to pick him at, second, third, fourth pick, right? They picked him later, so they give him a lower slot. And so they picked the Syracuse guard over him, Johnny, uh, Johnny uh, what was his name? Um, I just want to say Manzella, and it's not No, right. it's, not, it's not him. It's, not, it's like Green or something else. I should know I'm a Syracuse fan, but they picked him strictly because they wanted to pay him. They didn't want to pay him, right? Yeah. Um, but if you looked at his stats in Spain, he played 18 minutes a game. He had excellent, like, uh, you know, excellent passing and nothing else. Couldn't shoot, couldn't board, couldn't anything else. You know, people are like, oh, he's fantastic. It's like, you know, if that guy's name was Arnold Rubio, he wouldn't have been that ready. Everybody likes saying, Ricky Rubio, over and over again, right? They All love right, him. So. But even now, look at his current stats and what he's done. He's an he's excellent, excellent A sister. He's not an excellent so player. So D'Angelo Russell, is that the guy? Yeah, D'Angelo right? Russell, that's right. Yeah, so he's not an excellent player. He's a person that has a high amount of assists, can't score like he couldn't score before, doesn't rebound like he didn't rebound before, and can't play a full game. And he and his agent is saying he wants a max contract. I'm like, you're on crack, He dude. wants to take over for Kevin Love. I read this press release. Kevin Love is literally double the player he is. He's two I mean, Ricky that Rubios. that is not even a close statement. Kevin well, no, Love, if, in, if Kevin Love in Minnesota was among the best on Ricky Rubio's <laughs> shoulders and then put on a trench coat? No, Ricky Rubio has, is charismatic and has wonderful assist abilities and nothing else. He's a Ricky, bad shooter. He's, he's a, a bad free throw shooter. Player in the NBA. It's not, it's but not but fair Rubio's to say that. bad. He's a bad player. He's what if, what if Ricky player. Rubio not played on player. Ricky Rubio's shoulders in a trench coat? No. That would be really bad. They would fall down. <laughs> he's not. Like the he's lower not. Ricky Rubio would sustain an injury. He's not a good and The higher okay. Ricky Rubio would sustain a different injury for falling down. He would have a very low shot percentage. Out of starting point guards, where would you rank Rubio? Is he top five? No. Is he top ten? Probably not. Let me see if I can name ten. The answer is no. You're not close. So it's just like ten. You can name ten. Go. I'm sure you can name ten. CP three. Is number one, obviously. Curry. I mean, 
Lillard, Kyrie. I don't know the order. You're, you're going to stop at six because you don't know any other guards. What? Okay? Westbrook. I'm not saying like I'm just saying which order. I mean like so Curry's the no, uh, Curry's the order, say, in the top ten of this. All many. right, so I'll just I'll just rattle off ten that are. You really get to good, ten. Right? I'll say is he fifteen? You're going to find four more. He's like a very average point guard with Ty you know, very Lawson. Good ESPN who's, the, who's the one on uh, on Grizzlies? He's good too. Conley. Oh, Mike Conley. Uh, let's future, see. future Nick Mike Conley. Uh, mm. Let's see here. I, th- I would take Jeremy Lin over him. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, look at it now. <laughs> look, I mean, like, honestly, you. I did this, I've done this with a couple other people before, Dane, Young, and a couple uh, other people. I would we take George Hill he's, over him. He's a very middle of the road. He's, like, really between, like, 14 you know who, and you 17. Know, you know who I like better than him? The backup, backup point guard on, uh, on San Antonio. What's his name, the Australian guy? That guy's good. Oh, he's really good. He's really good, but he's only a backup. But I would—I think he's better than Rudy. He will, he will, he'll not be uh, a backup eventually. He'll be a starter. Uh, like Patty, uh, Patty, Patty, Mills. Patty Mills. Yeah, Patty Mills, he's right? really good. You know, but in the Olympics, when I was going to call him Scotty all, Irish. All, all the pro players said Patty Mills is the real deal. He's going to be great, and they took him. They got him late because nobody wanted. Do you know, do you know who Ricky Rubio is better than? Derek Rose. <laughs> well, only if you count minutes played. Uh, I think, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to say that and John Wall is better than Ricky Rubio this year, but that, you, that was never true before. And, and, this you year. and you don't have to say you don't. Have to, I, I think if I if I were on the Bulls, uh, as soon as he hurt his knee again, I would secretly be calling saying, "What would you give me for Rose? Give me anything, and he's all yours." I would get rid of him. I don't even want him on my team. He's he bad. Doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Never plays. He's always hurt. When he plays, he's like, "No, I got to think about my future. I can't play, man." You're like. Really? We pay you insane dollars? And he's you're a worried? turnover oh, machine no. and cannot shoot. I'm against Derek Rose. I think he's, he's bad. He's not I would good. Get rid of him. I mean, like, he has skills when he can't play and he's healthy and wants you to play. You know who's really good? I don't want those three th- three conditions on somebody being good. Jimmy Butler and Joachim Noah, not this year. <laughs> Joachim Noah this year is very bad. Joachim Noah every other year is Jimmy very Butler good. Had a fantastic year. Jimmy Butler is insane. He's super good. I'd much rather pay Derek Rose like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler gets paid like three hundred thousand dollars a year, That's which is unreal. I'd much rather pay Derek Rose. Yeah. So, and they keep waiting for him. Like, okay, it takes as much time as you want to come back, honey. It's like, no, man. He like he's basically he's not even going to be young anymore. Derek Rose is basically cuckolding the blue, the, the, the Bulls, right? So, look, the Bulls is obviously not going to survive in its current form. Following reasons. He's like, keep paying me, keep paying me until my contract's up, baby. Keep paying me. I mean, I'm gonna go somewhere else. The now. big reason is Thibodeau, obviously. He's, he's, Thibodeau is just cancer. Well, he's, he's gone now. Right? Yeah, I know, but that's the culture he made, right? Like he, is it, did Hoiberg take over? Yes. Hoiberg's actually a really good coach. I saw their shot chart. He, I could tell from their shot chart that the guy is probably a very good coach. He is. Was it just a lot of stuff in the paint and a lot of stuff from three? Only paint and three. <laughs> Nothing in the mid-range. None of the shots, no, beloved no, of... None of. None of the shots that you have to throw up when you have ten rings and your hands are too heavy to shoot from three-point range. Like, oh my god, I have so many rings. That's I just have to take this shot. That's just Grant. I have to take this little... That's just Grant's problem, right? Doesn't Grant have like seven rings? Yeah, with Phil Jackson. He doesn't oh like the three-pointer. How's that going? <laughs> uh, LeBron's taking a lot of mid-range jumpers this playoffs. Well, the fortunate thing for LeBron is he makes all of them. So. No, he does Shut not. Up, he makes all of them. LeBron shot like Your hater. .68 points per shot one of those games. Uh, mid-range jumpers are just horrible. They're cancer. Thank you. Um, so this, I think that Kerr might be too good of a coach. Like, if he, what if he just says, what if he just says to, to Clay, Clay, never take a long two ever again, or I'm going to bench you. Clay won't take long twos, and I think that's one of the main ways the Cavs can win. So they trick Clay into taking long long twos. I feel like if you said Derrick Rose, he would take only long twos. Just Derrick like, Rose, I, I pick my own shots. Derrick Hell Rose can slash to the basket. <laughs> I don't know if they go in once he slashes the basket. The guy can still J- slash to the, the basket. What's the J.R. Smith lot thing? I, I, have like, I would much rather, take contested, I'd much rather shots. take contested shots. Shots that are not contested <laughs> they're are exciting. no fun. Yeah, they're, they're not exciting. 
<laughs> you know what's great about him? They just still go in. Yeah, no, I know. The guy did not play like this for you. He did. He won the Sixth Man of the Year two years ago. He, he wasn't was that good great. when he was Sixth Man of the Year. He's he awesome was now. He was great. You didn't watch him play. You didn't watch any games. I went to a game with you. Yeah, but there was a bad I game. Went to it, was, game. it was a bad game because you lost. Thus, I went to multiple Knicks games the last three years. Not but necessarily like with year, you. The year he I won, went, the year he I won went to two Knicks games that year. He was. You realize you're, you're arguing, you're a statistical person, and you're arguing the eye test on the basis of two Because he is saying to me, I didn't see him play, and I'm saying to him, you I saw him play and live. You didn't watch him play. You didn't watch him over the course of a you, season. You don't have a meaningful exposure. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't know. I, I don't, you don't know how to respond to things. You didn't say, I don't need to see him play. I read all the statistics every day. And statistics but he didn't, but he didn't do that either. I did. I, you know that I read the statistics every day. But you, you weren't you weren't. You once accused me. I, oh, I've definitely paid attention to, to, to J.R. Smith but I'm saying you and his undeserving Sixth Man of the Year award. Woohoo! Got my steps. <laughs> what do you got? Sorry, no, Mary Beth. Uh, my wife has slapped this Fitbit on me so you can track how much I walk. And apparently, it, I just made my steps. Count, does it count if you're walking in a straight line? I have eight, nine, seven, two. Nope, nope. I don't know. I just have five oh. five circles, so I'm good. Um, so, uh, I, I, because I was interested in Jeremy Lin. He was very good when he was a he was a Nick. In certain ways. Do you know who's true. really good? In certain ways. Who I don't good. understand what what Toronto has done with him is Landry Fields. He was really good, and they've just he was, he was, he was good, good that one year. No, he was good two or three. All the guys you like to track are Nick's second round dubious picks, basically, right? <laughs> That's the thing. Who are all the dubious second-round Knicks picks? We got, they were pretty good in I'm some. Just, I'm just naming Knicks did watch, guards. Did you watch Nate Robinson on the after basketball show? No, what is that? You want to walk he, with me towards Johns? I gotta go towards. We sat, can keep talking. I just need to go to Johns. He Jones. sat in for uh, Charles Barkley because Barkley couldn't do the game because he was in Vegas for the for the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Nate Robinson sat in in that chair. He was not good. I have a question. Um, how far is Johns? Uh, I don't know. No, no, actually, how far is John's? Not how many Flores blocks is it? Because, like, 10 New York blocks is like two Flores. It is more than 10 New York blocks. Okay, why don't we get in a cab and I will pay for it and we can go to John's? But you, you don't need you to go out? to John's. Yeah, I already booked my, my, uh, my train for But you, get, you could do something else on it. You're not going to stay at John's. I'm going go, to go to movie club. He was saying he's going to come to movie club. I could come and hang okay. out. I mean, I got to 11 o'clock. Um, all right, let's go. It's a nice walk. No. We have half an hour to get there. No. You track your steps. No, I've already made my goal for the day. I don't need to walk anymore. <laughs> no, I He's like, I'm walk. done. I, 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 need a, I need a rickshaw to move me places. I'm done walking. If he could Modoc there, he would. <laughs> Modoc? Where can I get one of those? <laughs> what is it, machine only designed for killing? <laughs> That's not an Mine would be a machine only designed for not walking. That would be Modon walk. Modon. Modon walk. So, um... I'm, I'm actually, not going to head over to John, so I'm going to take off then. All right. So wait. So what are you going to do, John? Becker? Where are you going to? Where are you going to? You're going to stay. Where are you, where are you staying tonight? I, I, I oh, you're taking an 11 o'clock train. train. I thought I'd hang out with one of you guys. Yeah. All right. What are you guys? What are you doing? You guys well, I got to. I got to do work on that stuff. All right. All right. All right. I'll ask my uh, people about that stuff. Yeah. All right. So let's break for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast about I don't know modern masters, what, Tarmac right, boys. Tar- so wait, wait, did we decide whether or not? You would draft Derrick Rose over a foil Tarmogoyf? <laughs> I would take a foil Tarmogoyf over Derrick Rose any day. Actually, what's the resale value of Derrick Rose? It's pretty high. What if you knew you could auction Derrick Rose for charity? He's highly misvalued in the marketplace. Like some sort of broken ankle charity? Some sort of planar fasciitis? It's a broken knee. A Purvis yeah. El- like a Purvis Ellison-based foundation? Um, all right, so I hope you enjoyed this. I enjoyed making it for you along with Brian and Becker. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.